He's a blessing being back on season by the word. We pray you get a blessing, something to hear from God today. Gonna to preach to you with the help of God about Sodom today. In first Kings chapter three. Sodom was appointed by his father David to bring ruler over a lot of people and so on. And he had a dream and the Lord come to him in that dream and said, What can I do for you? And Sodom said, Give me understanding and discernment of all these people I'm over. Give me discernment of good from bad. And that's what he asked for. So the Lord, he didn't ask for a long life or riches. So you know what the Lord done? He gave him discernment. He gave him understanding. And then he woke up from that dream. But you know what? God just didn't give him understanding and discernment. God gave him long life and riches. You know why? Because he wanted what God wanted for him. He wanted understanding as a minister of taking care of them people and being over them, discernment from good from bad. How how to work what what God would have him to work out. You know what? Psalms chapter 84 verse 7 says that God will not hold no good things from them that walk up right before him. You know Solomon, he, he walked up right before the Lord. He kept the Lord's statues. God was first in his life. And you know what God done? God gave him the sorrows of his heart. God said he gave us the sorrows of our heart if we delight ourselves in him. You know what? Solomon delighted himself in the Lord. So the Lord gave him the sorrows of his heart. You know what today? What do you want from God today? Do you want riches? Do you want long life? Or do you want discernment and, and understanding? You know, we all want a long life here today. And we want what God wants first. But you know what? If we put God first in our lives, He said that He would add all riches and all, all things unto righteousness unto us. You know what? It's time that we put God first in this world we're living in again. It's time that we do our first works over. You know, time we serve God like never before. It's time that we search our hearts today. You know, Search your heart and see where you are with Jesus. I don't know where you are with Jesus. when you and God. You know if you're lost, if you're saved. You're in the will of God today as a Christian. If you're lost today, give your life to Jesus. Say, I'm a sinner and I need Jesus Christ coming in life and make me a new creature. You know, Sodom was going to be over these people. And he needed to know who was good and who was bad. You know what the church in a world today needs we need discernment we need understanding the leaders of, the, of our countries need discernment and understanding about who has the best interest in prayers you know we all need more understanding and discernment as a minister every situation that you're in praying for people witnessing people or ministering people you have to have understanding from God and discernment from God. 
how to handle every situation that you get in. Years ago, this woman called me. She said, will you come and pray for us, my grandson? He's supposed to be born. He ain't looking to live. And I said, yeah, I'll come. I'll meet you at a church on the inside where we can have prayer. Well, her and her mom and sister hadn't got along in 15 years, hadn't spoke to one another. And they all came. And God spoke to my heart and said, can, before I can move here, these people had to come together as one. These people had to learn how to love one another again. And he said, I want to move for this little child. But these people had to move for me. And you know what I told them before I was going to pray for the little youngin being born? And go to Alder River and pray for him? I said, you just had to do something here. You just had to apologize to one another and swallow your pride. And tell one another you love one another. And really mean it. And they done that. And we went up to the altar and prayed. And God moved for that little child. He's two years old today. Because Jesus was in the midst of things. But you know what? The Bible tells us to be bold as lamb. You know what? We need some people that are being bold and tell people what God wants them to hear. Bold as a lion and almost a dove. You know, there's a way of doing things, the right way and the wrong way. If we'll follow the Lord, we'll do it the right way. If we'll ask Him for understanding and discernment like Solomon did, we'll do it the way God would have us to do it. And you know what? Jesus, the Lord said, I'm going to give you wisdom and understanding and discernment like nobody before you or like nobody after. He told Solomon. And you know what? Nobody had the wisdom that Solomon ever had. You know what? We need wisdom today. The Bible says to use wisdom in all things. And the Bible says, also obey the laws of the land. You know, these people in authority today are, that are doing their best, I believe, with all my heart, to protect us and keep us safe and happy. But you know what? We have to do what they ask us to do. And they asking us to do these things because they want the best for us. And you know, if we don't do these things, that means we ain't obeying the laws of the land. That means we ain't using wisdom. That means we ain't using understanding. And, and that we ain't using discernment. And I, if, if the leaders of this country was telling us evil things to do that would cause us harm in our lives or walk with God, that would be different. But they're telling us things that would help us to be safe and be happy. And you know, we've got this virus this year in this country and in this world. We've got the hatred in this world and this country this year. We've got division everywhere. 
in public offices division, in politics they division, in church they division, hatred I'm ever having. And you know, God ain't pleased with all the things that are going on in this country. But you know what? It's time that we unite as one. Like this family done. They hadn't spoke to one another in years. But they had to be a minister say, from this day forth, you're going to love one another. From this day forth, you're going to pray for one another. They go to one another's houses on holidays now. You know why? Because the love of God got back down their hearts. They done their first works over. When you got the love of God, you'll try to help people. When you do your first works over, you've been kind to people. You've been loving to people. And God says, blessed is the peacemaker, is what the Word of God says. You know, we need some peacemakers in public offices today. We need some peacemakers in the churches today. You know, he's going to take peacemakers to get rid of this hatred and this division in this world today. And he's going to take us as Christians. Second Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. If my people which are called by my name, which means he's talking to the Christian people, not the lost people, will turn from their wicked ways and humble themselves. Then I'll hear from their land and heal their land. You know, he's going to take first turning from their wicked ways. And he says, humble ourselves. That means from the top of this country to the bottom of it. We're going to have to humble ourselves. We're going to have to swallow our pride. God said he hated a proud look. God hates pride. That's one of the seven things that he hates. I think we've all got pride in this country now that we live in. I think pride's in the church. I think pride's in a lot of places in this country. And the pride gets in the way of people loving one another. These people, these two sisters and this mama, they loved one another, but things had happened. And they had too much pride to apologize to one another. But a preacher came by one day and told them before he was going to pray for them that they had to swallow their pride. And you know what they was willing to do to see a miracle happen for their grand young? They was willing to swallow their pride. You know what? We need to be willing to swallow our pride in this country and humble ourselves as ministers and Christians for the Lord to hear from this land and heal this land. Before God heals this land of what's going on, we're going to have to bow down on our knees and repent and humble ourselves and say, God, have mercy on us again. God, forgive us of the wicked things that has happened in this world. You know what? Sodom and Gomorrah. The Lord said. If they been ten righteous. I won't destroy the land. But they couldn't find ten righteous. He started with Phoebe. 
and went down to 10. You know, I've heard people say all the time in the last few years, if God don't destroy America, he's going to have to apologize to God, Sodom and Gomorrah because America's worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. You know what? God didn't have to apologize because in 2020, he started destroying this country for the sins that this country has allowed. Murdering children right now. Sodom and Gomorrah. Wicked stuff. Weakness in high places. They weakness in high places today. That's what the Bible says. That they bring weakness in high places. I hate to say this. They sin in the church today. They wicked stuff that goes on in the church. I told you time after time there's things that happened today that went went on a year ago. And you know who has stopped it this year? The Lord has stopped it. Week by week. And I'm going to tell you something you need to learn during the coronavirus. If it be the Lord's will, I'll do that tomorrow. If it be the Lord's will, I'll do that next week. If it being the Lord's will, I'll do that next month. You know, we got satisfied in this country before this year. Oh, I'll get to do that this year. That'll happen this year. And God changed everything. We was used to, oh, we go to church this week. We won't have no problem getting to church this week unless we're sick. But the churches had to shut down. And some of them still ain't open back up. Most of the mega churches have not opened up to this day. And I hate to say it, I believe that's because there's some things going on in them churches that weren't pleasing God. And I'm going to tell you how we can open things up safety today with prayer. Praying over your children's how you can send them safety to school. Having prayer with sports, sporting events is how you can have safety at sporting events. We used to have prayer in school. We used to have prayer before sporting events. We used to have church services before sporting events. His time would get back to ministering to people. His time would get back to having prayer in the church. Prayer is the least thing that goes on in church. Have a lot of singing, have a lot of preaching, and I love the singing. I love the preaching. But you know what the Word of God says? That God said His house would have been called a house of prayer. I think we need to repent as leaders and ministers in this country for our churches not being a house of prayer. I really believe this, that God has not been pleased with our lives being about prayer and our houses or church houses not being about prayer. Prayer changes things today. My friend sitting here, he's he got sign on his Prayer changes things. He needs prayer today. God's able to move in every situation that we have before him. He has some things he needs God's discernment and understanding about. About what he needs to do in the next few weeks and months coming up in his life. 
And you know how he get that? By praying and listening to the people he needs to listen to and getting advice that he needs about what to do, about what's going on in his life. But the first thing is praying about it. That's how we get understanding and discernment is praying and asking God for it. Solomon asked God for understanding and discernment. My dear friend here sitting with me this evening, he'd like to live some more good years. Good years. Solomon was blessed with more years. Good years. Solomon was blessed with riches because he honored God. He needed all that to bring over the people that he was going to bring over. He was going to bring over good people and he was going to bring over bad people. How can you say Solomon was going to bring over bad people? Because he asked God for discernment of the good people and the bad people. That meant that he knew that they was going to bring good people and bad people. You know what? That's good and bad in everybody's day. But Jesus lives inside of me today. He's the only good thing about me. It's Jesus' day. But you know what? There's good in the church today. And there's bad in the church today too. And we need leaders that know them that labor among them today. We need leaders that follow Jesus today. You know in this country we live in today. Leaders, pastors have had to make tough decisions for congregations. Some of them's had to make decisions about having Facebook live services only. Some of them's had to make decisions about having outside church. Some of them's had to make decisions about having church inside and who could come and who couldn't come. And you know what that is done in the church? It has made people mad at the pastors. When the pastors prayed about what God would have them to do. If you tell me that you pray about something and God tells you to do something, I ain't going to complain about it because I fear God and I ask people to do whatever God tells them to do. But you know what? My where my understanding and discernment comes from today about people? From the Lord. I've been the first person to tell you. I got saved 34 years ago. Been a preacher for 13 years. I've had good people in my life and I've had bad people in my life. But you know what? I had the discernment in my heart who to know who was good and had good intentions for me in the ministry and who was bad. The Lord will let you know who's bad. The Lord will let you know who don't need to be part of your ministry and so on. And I already believe this by my heart that God's cut some of the people out of the church today to have the great revival that we're praying for. And and when these people repent, they'll be able to come back to the church and we'll see the church go on with Jesus. I think God's going to send a great revival before he comes back. And I know the Bible says there's going to be a great falling away. I know that before the return of the Lord. There's a falling away going on today. I can tell you that the church ain't full like it used to be. I hear the preacher say this past week, I hope we get back to normal. I hear the preacher say, and I agree with him 100%, and I'll, I'll say this same comment. 
He said, I don't want no more in the church. I don't want the normal in the country before this happened. He said, I don't want the normal when the church was half full on Sunday morning, 25% full on Sunday evening, and 10% full on Wednesday or during the week when we had our weekly service. He said, I don't want the normal where sin is first in this country. He said, I want Jesus first, he said. He said, I want our churches full. And you know what? We're going to have a new normal, they say. I'm going to tell you what the new normal needs to be today. That we pray till we hear from God. That we'd have a gift of understanding. That we'd have a gift of discernment about people. And that we'd have God first in our lives and in the churches. The new normal for the church needs to be God being first. That sin wouldn't be in the church in the camp no more. And the church would be full. And the church would be full every time the doors was open. And that God would get the glory. And that they'd be more praying in the service than singing and preaching. And I love the singing. I love the preaching. But prayer gets the job done with Jesus. Matthew 7, 7 says, The asking shall be given. Seeking you shall find, and knocking the door shall be opened. He don't say, preach a big sermon and you hear from God. He says to ask, and it shall be given. He don't say, sing to the top of your bowers, and you hear from God. He says to ask, and you shall be given. He says, seek and you shall find. And he says, knock, and the door shall be opened. You know what? We need the altars to be the main place in the church again. I know some of the churches you can't go into the altar right now because of the way things is. But the altar is wherever we are. But when we get out the valley we're in in the church, when we get through this virus, the church needs to be about prayer. The altars need to be full. And I know some people ain't physically able to get down and pray for a long time at the altar. But they can sit in the pulpit and bow their head and pray. Brooklyn Tabernacle Church, they have prayer meeting every Tuesday night. The first thing they do is just play music and have prayer till they feel like God's ready for the singing to start. And for the preaching to start. It might be good when we get back everything's the new normal that God would have us to have. We'd have singing, music singing, not word singing. Just music playing somehow. And everybody would get down and pray. You know, the musicians, the singers don't never get to get down to altar and pray. Because they up there singing the invitation. You know, God's give us devices that we can have singing without somebody being up there singing. It's time we do things God the way God have us to do it. I think the musicians and the pastors need to be at the altar crying out to God when we come out of what we in. We need to be crying for understanding and discernment for the church. The church is going to have to rebuild 
like it first started over when this is over and pastors are going to ha have understanding pastors going to ha have discernment and the church world going to ha be about Jesus again and nothing else we got where the church was about I hate to say it most of it not all of it but it was about how many people was there and how much money was in the offering who we need more in the church today is Jesus and if Jesus is there you have people there if Jesus is there your finances will be met he said that he provide every need that you have according to the riches and glory it's time we start following Jesus in the church services you know if God wants preach and preach if God wants sing and sing if God just wants prayer in the service, have prayer. If you go to church and you just have prayer that service, they will be satisfied as long as I satisfy Jesus. We need the church to satisfy Jesus, not satisfy man, not satisfy woman. We need to satisfy Jesus today. Every time we do, he better satisfy Jesus. He better get the glory hell of it. And you know what? We're going to have to have understanding. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. The church needs to follow Jesus again. Our country needs to follow Jesus again. Our leaders need understanding. Our leaders need discernment from God. And how are they going to get that understanding? And that discernment is praying out to God. He ain't going to get talking to this person or that person asking what to do. Ask God what to do. Don't ask person what to do. I had a person call me yesterday and they said we need some advice. I said I'll do my best with the help of God to give you the advice God would have me to give you. But I said I think you need to pray about what God have you to do. You know what? So many people are relying on so many other people to tell them what to do today. Rely on the Lord to tell you what to do and you'll never go wrong. I do my best to give people the best advice I can give them with the help of God. But sometimes I might mess up. But I can tell you who don't ever mess up. It's the Lord. I can tell you who give you the best advice that you ever get today. It's the Lord. I have a wonderful mom. I had a wonderful dad. I have wonderful grandparents. They've always given me great advice. But God gives us the best advice today. And you know what? He'll never lead you in the wrong way today. My friend sitting here, he needs the Lord to move on him. He needs the Lord to lead him in things coming up before him. And you know how he get that decision that he's going to have to make by prayer. And you know what? He'll be listening to a doctor too. But God has to tell him what to do besides that doctor. You know what? You can hear a great sermon from a preacher. If it don't come from God, it won't help you. When the sermon comes from God, it'll help you. We need more sermons from preachers that have been in the prayer room. They have prayed for the words that God has given them. And we need words from God. 
We need ministers that hide themselves behind the cross. That will see the cross in front of them. I pray that you hear Jesus in me today. I pray when somebody sees me preaching, they see me hid behind the cross. Because it takes Jesus today. And Jesus done it all on the cross for mine and your sins. And I'm thankful that I serve a God that is big enough. Today I hear these people saying Monday night, God is big enough. There was a little girl there that had cancer. Been going through cancer for three months. And you know what her favorite song was before she got cancer? God's big enough. And a special singing group by the name of the Martins called her and sung that song just for her. I don't know what you're going to today. God knows all about it. God's big enough. But we're going to ha have understanding. We're going to ha have discernment from God. And you know what? If God gives us long life, praise Him for it. If He don't, praise God. When we get to heaven, we'll have no more heartaches, tears, pain, troubles. But until then, we have to praise Him. Until then, we have to have understanding. Until then, we have to have discernment. The devil's going to come at us. We have to discern the devil out when he comes at us. And until next week, God bless you. Hope we'll see you in church someday. And if you need prayer, comment 606 4042 write me 332, Stevens Road, Men Church, Kentucky 4962, or write me on Facebook at Jason Rook. May God bless you.